You're listening to Lady Balls Daily. We're coming at you seven days a week with advice and inspiration to help you live your most fucking epic life. I'm your host, Connie Constantine. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show, and as always, a very special welcome to our first-time listeners. We have a gift for you today. We are taking it way back, not just way back to the very beginnings of Lady Balls Daily, but all the way back to the beginnings of Lady Balls Radio, our original podcast. We're going to be featuring a series of interviews with Cleo Manuelian, where we discuss finding your dharma, finding your purpose in life, and a bunch of other really cool stuff too. So I hope you enjoy these shows. I hope you forgive my rookie podcasting skills back in the day, but this stuff is just too good to not share with you. So sit back and enjoy. Was there a role that women played in your life? I mean, I'm sure there was women in your life. Yeah, right. <laughs> As all of this was happening, but was what, 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 was there a, was anyone specifically that was supporting you as you were making, you know, these life choice transitions and transitioning in career and, and everything? How was, how, how did that have an impact? Did that matter at all? Or was it the same as it was before? Gosh, or? I have to tell you, it's such an interesting question that I've never really thought about until this moment. But I have to say that all of my mentors, all of my role models, all of my um, significant teachers have been women. Uh, and I didn't even make that connection until you just said it. That said, I have to have a huge shout out to the pillars of my of my house, the trinity of my house, which is my father, my husband, and my son. These three men are so strong in my life. I mean, they're amazing, amazing men. That said, you know, my mother has always been my hero. She, you know, is the the most iconoclastic Zen Buddhist, but like, um, you know, there's, there are Zen Buddhist stories that are like about the, the crazy Buddha, mm-hmm. you know, like the drunk Buddha or right. the Buddha, or you know what I mean? Like that big laughing Buddha one, not the somber, serious one. Right. And she's like that one. She was, you know, a therapist all my life and she retired and became a stand up comedian. Oh, that rules. <laughs> And she's rocking it. You know, she's out there with 30 year olds and she's just killing it. (laughs) She stays up all night. She stayed and she's, you know, got the youngest spirit, the most energy. Um, And she really is like the most present oriented person. You know, laughter is only present oriented. Right. It's you have to be if you're preoccupied, if you're distracted and someone tells a great joke. And everybody in the circle starts laughing, but your mind was elsewhere. You will not get it. The only way to get it is if you're present. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to really be like open and ready and in some like um, spontaneity of exchange, not too preoccupied cerebrally. There's something visceral about it. So yeah, so she, yeah, she, my English teacher, Christina Moustakis, my, my high school English teacher, she was... (laughs) She was this wild Greek woman and she like fell in love with some Harley Davidson guy and she's a go-go dancer, like boots in like a cage in San Francisco and like a bathing suit, bikini, white vinyl bikini and and white boots in a cage in San Francisco. And then she fell in love with a Harley Davidson and and they drove cross country. (laughs) And then she like, 
and went to Harvard or something and she became like a brilliant person. And she taught, she taught this class in high school called the Bible as literature. And it's, and it went through like all of the like wild stories of the Bible where, you know, parents and children are sleeping with each other and siblings are killing each other. You know, it's like really these like soap opera times of the, of the old Testament. And she told them on, she would like put the tongue in the side of her cheek and raise an eyebrow as if to say, you 17 year olds know what this is about, don't you? And we were all like, Oh my God. And she like turned me on, you know, in a way that I still read a way that I still analyze what I've read made connections. I'm so grateful to her. She was amazing. And then, you know, I went into fashion and all of these and publishing and publicity. And these were all female dominated. I mean, and they were lunatics, those women. (laughs) But and some of them, Dana Gers, I love her. She was she was I worked for her at Ferragamo and she she really was classy. She had it all. And, you know, and then my teachers in yoga, you know, Um, even now, my current teacher, Lisa Walford, you know, she's. 65 years old and on her 65th birthday she posted on Facebook 55 dropbacks from standing up into Urdhva Dhanurasana into full wheel and standing back up oh and, my gosh and like she worked <laughs> up with like a couple side crows from headstand you know transitions that I wouldn't even teach in a level two three class to you know like young able-bodied people right she that's a warm-up you know and <laughs> and she's so kind and patient and smooth and, you know, just lovely, you know, and I, I, there's so many, there's so many really amazing people, women, yes, you know, and, 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 and in yoga, so many mm-hmm. amazing women, the women who you, the women who I meet all day long are just like their, their, their spirits are triumphant. So, Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere you look, everywhere you, you know, this, it's, it's an interesting, uh, that that you were saying everywhere you look and, and because I was talking to a friend the other day and we were just discussing, and I don't know if this is just imagined. Um, I would love to hear your take on it. It just feels like in the recent years, um, that women are becoming just even more supportive of each other. Um, Mm. you know, just collectively we're not that, that it was just like, necessarily catty bitch fest or anything like that yeah. but it just feels like there is less judgment there is less like well she has this and I have this and what if I do this and I'm not as good as her or she whatever like it just feels like there is more women collectively being more supportive of each other I and love that. and things just things like this you know I mean that's my one of my well the main intention with this podcast is like ladies girls women we can do whatever we want to do. And we can, you know, I want to raise people up. I want stories to be told Mm -hmm. and to to not only celebrate people like yourself, but to encourage other people to, yes, you can go, 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 you know? Yeah. Well, I think, (laughs) Um, you know, there really is something that's going on. Look, I think that what happens is, is all, all in relationship. I think that as much, real horror against women that continues to go on in this mm-hmm. world, on this planet, like unspeakable horror continually. Mm-hmm. We are the the lowest um, citizen in every culture, you know, across the, across the globe. 
equally so, I think this rise of women, especially in yoga, as healers, as teachers, as like the old medicine women, as witches, as, um, you know, and I'm not practicing any of that. I don't, I don't want to misconstrue it. But in other words, they're the, um, they're, they're, the systems that have been at work are, I see cracks in the, in the facade, you know, the, the levels of stress, the levels of illness, the levels of, you know, heart disease, obesity, cancers, um, and the way that we're living, they're correlated and a shift will happen. And I think that having so many women at the frontier of these alternative modalities is, um, is is brilliant it's it's wonderful it's what we need to to you know maybe be here for the first woman president that that's that's exhilarating too um so yeah i you know i i i think that it's so something happens with women together collectively mm-hmm. um that's powerful and real i mean i i you know i i, I always hesitate because i don't want to sound like new agey um, cause that's not really who I am, not legit who I am, but, but I, I can't deny, you know, women uh, can make life. I, <laughs> right. Oh, of course. And you know, the fact that we are ovulating in some kind of connectivity with oceans and moon and, you know, the way the planet spins, like there's something profound about that you know and um mysterious and awesome so um yeah so and and that's like on the way out spectrum but also on the on the one-to-one spectrum I think that's I think that it's essential for us to as people pick each other up and um and especially as women you know we need it the most we need it the most to help each other to be with each other to uplift each other it makes everything better. It's oh. what real grace is. You know, Absolutely. grace, they say, like, there, but by the grace of God go I, that's saying, mm-hmm. which means, like, if, if the house next to you burns to the ground and you go, well, there, but by the grace of God go I, the, the, the furnace broke over there, it didn't break over here, I, my house could have easily burned down too. And it's to say, grace is to say that, you know, you didn't do anything special to deserve this grace that you've received. Do you know what I mean? Right. It, it, it's, it's just been given. And I think that, that, that grace amongst women, you know, this like, um, grace amongst women is really, you know, not that we especially deserve it any, in, in other words, any more than men or anyone else, but that, um, yeah, grace for sisters. That's, that would be great. Yes. It is great. It yeah. is great. I know what I remembered. Can I say yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that go, I go, remembered? Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the main thing. Okay. When you were saying, I don't want to do it unless it's going to be awesome, unless mm-hmm. I'm going to rock it, mm-hmm. you know? I don't want to play if I can't win. I, so Carrie Awurko is this famous yoga teacher, and she's yes. quite brilliant. Yes. And I ran into her. I, went, I was going to take her class, but I got the time wrong. And I was walking into the studio as she was walking out. <gasps> Carrie Awurko, you don't know me. I was coming. I was so eager to take your class and to hear whatever teachings you were going to give today. I'm devastated that I missed it. 
can you please tell me something? <laughs> Literally, it's we're on we're on Broadway in New York City, right outside oh. Yoga Works downtown in Soho. Oh, that's please. That's awesome. Can you tell me anything? She has never seen me. She does not know me at all. Can you tell me anything, please? Do you have any wisdom to offer? And she said, "Yes, I do. It is very important in this life to fail, hmm. to learn how to fail, to go for failure." to show people how to fail and then stand back up to do it with grace. You know, she used that word. Mm-hmm. Um, fail. Keep failing. Keep looking to fail. Keep, if you're not failing, you're not trying. You're not, you're not going out for it. You're not risking anything. You're not growing. Go for it. See what works. See what doesn't. It's the only way to get information. And that was the end. Then she left. That was it. She walked away. Broadway. Oh. Then she walked away. <laughs> I walked my way, but I, it really resonated with me. And I think that it's so important for all of us. Um, I think even on a micro scale, you know, individually, you and your friends are getting together. You say to your friend, you know, gee, I would really love to X, Y, and Z, but I'm just scared. It might not, I might not be great at it. I I don't know if I could pull it off, whatever. And you, and you go for it. Your friend goes, yes, you can. And you go for it and you fall flat on your face. You can't run the 5k. You can't launch the thing. You started to become a yoga teacher and you didn't get any classes, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then somehow your grace through all of that, your capacity to step forward again and still be you and still pursue whatever brings you joy and laughter, that, that friend has benefited from, from what happened to you, you know? And so I, I, I do, I think that, I think that's wonderful advice, especially if you're endeavoring on finding your dharma or falling in love. Fail. You have to kiss some frogs. Hey, hey, gorgeous. Are you ready to fail even more to live the life of your dreams? Give me a hell yeah. All right. We're moving on to day four with Cleo tomorrow with the, what was originally the ballsy, now it's the ballsy babe round. It used to be called the speed round, but she's got some really good answers and some really good insight to wrap up this series. So make sure to tune in tomorrow. If you didn't listen to the last two episodes, make sure to go back and check those out. And yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Ballsy Babes Unite. If you're down with our vibe, make sure to go to LadyBallsNation.com and sign up for our Insiders newsletter. And don't forget, new episodes drop every day. So make sure to hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a single one. Ballsy babes, are you as inspired as I am by Cleo and her message and just her fabulousness? Oh my gosh. Okay, so if you want more, go find her on the web at cleoyoga.com, C-L-I-O yoga.com or on Instagram at Cleo Yoga. All right, check her out.